Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. fans and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. My name is Tyler Hunt here covering everything Wisconsin athletics. On today's show we've got a little bit of basketball to get to and a little bit of football as well. Plenty of little tidbit news stories for the basketball side. Wisconsin's got some uh, new exciting announcements in terms of some travel plans, some new deals, some recruiting updates. There's a new uh, official visit and an interesting 2022 offer. So we'll get into all that on the basketball side, and then we'll transition over to some football as Wisconsin, unfortunately, was dealt a couple tough blows on the recruiting trail. Right now is kind of that slow time where we're just kind of waiting for spring, or excuse me, fall practice to get underway. July is is always kind of a slow month for for college football, and the big thing right now is is the recruiting circuit and, and what's going on there, and unfortunately for the Badgers, two tough blows on the same day, um, really players that they had top of the board guys both decided to go elsewhere um, so it was kind of a double gut punch there for the Badgers we'll get into everything in that conversation this is I, I do apologize it's the first episode um, in, in probably a little over a week um, I was traveling last week for some work stuff and just did not have a ton of time but if you're still wanting another podcast I did have some time to join the off tackle empire podcast where we talk some Wisconsin football and Wisconsin basketball. So go over to check that out, uh, offtackleempire.com. You scroll down a little bit. The Wisconsin podcast was last week. They've transitioned over to their Minnesota week. Essentially, they do a Big Ten um, episode, or excuse me, a Big Ten theme um, for each team You know, over the course of the week. Wisconsin was last week. So plenty of great content from a little bit different of a source, and also myself joining them. And we had a, a lot of fun on that podcast. It's a little less serious you're not talking about you know the second string cornerbacks and the backup safeties and who's going to do what in this but um some fun along the way and i think you guys would really enjoy it if you want to you know have this episode to, to catch you up on some things and then if you were looking for a little bit of a deeper dive into some other wisconsin football and wisconsin athletic stuff go over and check that out at offtackleempire.com all right we'll go ahead and get started as i said with some basketball news we've got plenty of new things um, first, Wisconsin added a couple names to their roster, and Ross Candelino and Isaac Gard um, were added to the official roster for Wisconsin basketball. 
Uh, of course, you probably know Isaac Gard a little bit, um, playing in Oregon High School. Um, of course, the son of Greg Gard, if you haven't figured it out by now. But a nice addition for the Badgers. Gives them um, some bodies, some some additional roster guys that way. Um, we'll see how much he pans out in terms of a player. Definitely gives them, uh, you know, addition, a body, a practice guy that you're looking for. And, and who knows? He's been a kid that's grown up around the game of basketball. We'll see um, just how much Isaac Gard kind of grows into his position. Did play a decent amount at Oregon High School, so we'll see what he kind of transitions to. As for Ross, um, Candelino, a, a nice player out of the state of Florida as a walk-on. Um, took a trip to Madison, kind of changed his future plans and, and rooting interest, um, landed in Wisconsin. So I think that's a really nice pickup for them as well. A little bit of size, a little bit of you know physicality for him. Yeah, and he's got um, you know some familiarity with Wisconsin. He, he was he said he grew up a Wisconsin fan, uh, or excuse me, a Marquette fan, and then was uh, out of you know moved to Florida and was really the not a ton of offers for him. He did pick up an offer from American. Um, but really was not a player that was super highly recruited, but seems like a, a very talented guy that could maybe make a jump for UW in that program. Um, we'll see how much it pays off for, for Wisconsin, but sometimes you've got to go and find these guys that are maybe not the most highly recruited guys, but can fill out your roster and, and who knows, you know, maybe turn into more. So a nice pickup at 6'5", good height, good athleticism. Sounds like a kid that's going to come into Wisconsin and work hard, which when you're adding you know, these walk-on type players, that's what you need. And, and you can just kind of, we'll see uh, how much uh, they, they go into uh, in terms of growing into more. So two additions to Wisconsin basketball. We'll see how they translate out, but definitely some bodies needed in that, uh, in that basketball room. And we'll see um, what these players pan out to be. In terms of other news, as I mentioned, Wisconsin basketball is getting ready for a uh, upcoming trip here in August. They will be traveling over to France, doing some sightseeing, playing some basketball, a 10-day trip over there. They will be playing, I believe, four games that will be aired on the Big Ten Network versus various opponents. Um, it's a very cool experience for them. If you think back to the years when Wisconsin basketball back-to-back -back Final Fours, they had a similar trip. Um, to Canada, which really, I think, brought this team, you know, if you remember back to that, it was, there was a lot of talk early in that basketball season. Um, that would have been 2015, 2014, 2015, 2016, around um, those final four runs, as I mentioned. There was a lot of talk about that trip to Canada that kind of brought the team together, and I think this is a really good chance for Wisconsin, which is going through kind of a transition period on the basketball side. You're going to have some new faces. You're without, you know, of course, Jonathan Davis, Brad Davison, a longtime you know, kind of member of this program for the last five years. There's going to be new faces. There's transfers coming in. There's new recruits. I think some, you know, ten days for them to to play together in this off season and also you know travel, get some bonding time. I think could really go a long way for this team. So that'd be exciting to see. And as I mentioned, we'll be on Big Ten Network, which you kind of get a first glance at what this Wisconsin basketball team will be like next year. Well, it'll be nice to see a guy like Chucky Hepburn back out there playing, see where he's at. Of course, last year went down with an injury in that March Madness game. We'll see where he's at in terms of playing, if he's even able to play. It's uh, you know still might be something that's nagging him. Maybe they'll hold him out. But um, you know, even beyond that, Stephen Crowell, how some of these new guys mesh, you know, Kamari McGee, Max Kleschmidt, you, you've got multiple guys that are, are coming in new to the program. And this will kind of be your first opportunity to see them and also, you know, see, um, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of photos and Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter and stuff 
of, of the guys over there in France, sightseeing. I know they have plenty of plans to go to Normandy, the Eiffel Tower, all sorts of sightseeing as well. So it won't just be basketball, it'll be a nice team bonding experience for Wisconsin basketball. And hopefully that will translate to on-court success. As I mentioned, that Canada trip was something that they talked about a lot years ago, and hopefully this will have a similar result and help kind of grow this basketball team to where they want to be. In terms of Wisconsin alum, we've also got some news there. Frank the Tank signs a one-year deal with the Atlanta Hawks, of course, coming off a knee injury. Hopefully he will be back in, in his full self and ready to go for the Hawks this upcoming season. Of course, NBA career, probably not the way he panned out the way he wanted to, but still a, a strong role player for uh, various NBA teams most recently with the Phoenix Suns and now be with the Atlanta Hawks on a one-year deal. Seems like a good fit, actually, for them as a player. Um, hopefully he can get a few more minutes and, and be fully healthy for the Badgers as they move forward. Excuse me, for the Hawks as they move forward into next season. Up next, we've got an official visit scheduled for Wisconsin basketball in forward Nolan Winter out of Lakeville, Minnesota, Lakeville North High School as part of the class of 2023. Nolan Winter, certainly an interesting prospect. They, they list him as a small forward, but he, there's nothing really small uh, about the kid. Standing at six foot 11, um, so likely more of a, a four or five, but certainly a guy that can stretch the floor. Um, plenty of great offers for him in terms of schools that have been after him. Xavier, Wake Forest, Stanford, Oregon State, and of course, Minnesota and Wisconsin being the other two. His father did play at the University of Minnesota, so likely a uphill battle for the Badgers here in this 2023 class, but it certainly would be a player if they could flip him. You're not only, you know, flipping him from a place that you're, you compete with uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And of course, Wisconsin's done very well in recruiting you know, that Lakeville and, and Wisconsin, the state of Minnesota as a whole, um, that kind of area. But really, this is a guy that you could certainly do really well with if you were to pick up um, a player like him. You know, 6'10", you need some height in this class. You know, this 2023 class, we'll see where it's going to shape up, but you've already got Gus Yaldon as a commit. You're probably going to have, you've got John Blackwell in there as well as your other commit, but you probably have two, I believe they've got two two scholarship offers still available in that 2023 group. So it's going to have to be one of these guys. And when you look at it, Garrick Norman is the big one that they're very much interested in. Seems like he's maybe leaning more towards um, the University of Texas. We'll see where he ends up. He had a ton of great things to say about the Badgers, but being right in the you know kind of backyard of the University of Texas might be tough to pull him away. I, I think when you look at it, someone's going to have to end up playing for Wisconsin, um, whether it is Norman or or Winter. Jamie Kaiser is still a name that's out there and, and trending kind of towards the Badgers there. And then as I just talked about, we'll, we'll kind of throw out, we'll, we'll talk about the interesting 22-2 offer as well in, in that one, but um, there's there's someone, uh, eventually someone's going to have to land for the Badgers. You're likely not only taking, you know, one player in a class, you're going to have a couple more, or two players in a class, you're going to have a couple more that fill it out. Nolan Winter with an official visit, hopefully Wisconsin can, can impress him and, you know, flip him from the University of Minnesota, which seems to be at least the heavy favorite right now, but we've seen you know, we've seen things like this happen before. Wisconsin's done really well in recruiting that area on the basketball side. Family ties are tough to beat, but uh, we'll see if the Badgers uh, can pull a rabbit out of their hat and pick up, you know, one of their top targets now in the 2023 class. 
Up next in terms of basketball, we've got a little bit of news in the 2022-2023 offer class with Cyril Martinov. Um, he's a 2023 offer for Wisconsin, but they're actually looking at him to possibly um, reclassify uh, as a player in the 2022 class, which would be, you know, you're talking about, we just mentioned, um, you know, this this group getting ready to go to France in, in you know, early August. To be part of that 2022 class, you'd really have to probably make a decision here pretty quick in terms of getting on board and being part um, of this team. You look at you know 2022 this past year, Connor Sedgian was the you know the the commit in that group along with Luke Hurdle. Do you pick up an, another player in that class, and, and how quickly does that move? I know according to some write-ups with Cyril Martinov, which is a very talented player, six ten. Has the ability to really stretch the floor, knock some shots down. Wisconsin wanting him to reclassify. It doesn't sound like he's, you know, eager to do that. It sounds like him and his family want to be part of that 2023 class to have a little bit more time. Maybe his recruitment can pick up. Maybe some things can shake out the way he wants to versus maybe kind of not forced. But if you're looking at a 2022 reclassification, you, you've got to make your decision pretty rather rather quickly in terms of making. Um, your your future plans known and uh, eventually you know getting on campus getting things sorted so that one to me is is, is an interesting one because you generally don't see you know guys that are 2022 reclassifying to 2023 at this point in time so we'll see if the Badgers work that one out right now it does seem like a long shot and that it'll stay at, it's still an offer in that 2023 class and it'll stay there but if Wisconsin can certainly pick him up in that 2022 group it would be a, a nice addition because he's a player, as I mentioned, 6'10", stretch the floor, plays, has really well, you know, strong big man skills, but also can be a guy that can knock down some shots. A prospect with a lot of upside uh, from what you can see on the tape. So we'll see if the Badgers can figure that situation out. If he doesn't reclassify, he's still, uh, I'm sure, a top target in that 2023 group. When you have a couple other guys in that 2023 class you're already looking for, numbers you know if they land a guy like uh, a nolan winter jamie kaiser somebody else garrick norman all of a sudden your numbers are going to start getting a little tight in that 2023 class and either you got to move some things around or 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 you've got to um you know figure out which guys you really want to pursue any further in that 2024 class or 2023 so getting another player in the 2023 class in terms of reclassification would certainly help the numbers but there's a lot that goes into uh, making that decision, and you don't want to force a kid to, to really you know, make a decision if he's not ready to. So we'll see how that one all kind of shakes out. All right, a lot of basketball news, surprisingly, for um, the middle of July, but I think all things that are, are very important to keep you guys caught up on. We'll transition over to football talk now, but before we do that, I want to talk to you guys about homefieldapparel.com. They're in the middle of big news Saturday season four make sure to go and check that out at homefieldapparel.com this past week they had their kansas state collection come out which was again nailed it there's a a, a cream vintage kansas state shirt that i have no affiliation with uh, kansas state but i might be pulling the trigger on that one each week i say i i'm not going to and then all of a sudden i, I see the collection there's just you almost you, the credit card just kind of comes creeping out that way Kansas State was this past week. This upcoming week, they have the Nerds coming out in Northwestern. I know it's a team that many Wisconsin fans don't care for too much, but maybe you have some Northwestern affiliation. You want to go check that out. 
sign up for Big News Saturday Season 4. Each collection seems to be getting better and better, so despite them being a Big Ten rival and a real thorn in our side and the football side, probably going to be a, a great collection of t-shirts and hoodies and crew necks. So go over and check that out, homefieldapparel.com. Get yourself signed up or just grab a few t-shirts. I've got a great Wisconsin collection as well, the Kansas State collection, everything in Big News Saturday Season 4 has been, um, you know, each week it gets top. So make sure to go over and check that out. Uh, get yourself some nice new clothes for this hot, hot summer, and then get an incredibly cozy crew neck for this upcoming fall season. All right, we'll start on the football side now. As I mentioned at the top, um, we'll get into the negatives in a minute, but before we do that, we've got to talk about the positives, and that's Wisconsin picked up a long snapper in Keen Besser to the 2023 class. Hopefully, that's a name that you all forget over the course of his career because generally with a long snapper, the less you know a name, the less mistakes there were, and he just kind of goes about his business and you never have to worry about it. Now, of course, Adam Bay is a name that certainly stands out for Wisconsin fans, a very well-known player um, for a lot of years, but for a guy like Keen Bessert, hopefully he comes in, long snaps, does his job, no mistakes, and, and he'll probably fly under the radar for 95% of Wisconsin football fans. It's not a knock on him. It's just when you look to look at a long snapper, the more under under the radar you are, the better because it means you're doing your job. You're snapping the ball to the target. You're not having any sort of issues, botched snaps. That's when it starts to stand out and when your name becomes even a little bit more familiar. Again, Wisconsin, a little bit of an exception as Adam Bay was kind of a fan favorite there, but nice pickup for Wisconsin in that 2023 class. Not... The biggest of needs, but certainly a need that Wisconsin, you know, you need a player that can do that, and it's it's a thankless job, but it's a difficult job, and hopefully Keen Besser can come in and, and knock it out of the park for Wisconsin football. So that's the positive on the recruiting side. Now we get into the negative. If you saw on Monday, um, this episode's coming out Tuesday or Wednesday, um, on Monday, two Wisconsin football kind of top targets announced commitments, and unfortunately it was to other schools not named Wisconsin. So the first was four-star uh, outside linebacker Edge Taka Curtis out of Louisiana. A guy that we talked about a lot on this show. Versatile, athletic. If you watch his high school tape, plays on the offense side of the ball, plays on the defense. Just a guy that's always around the football. He was down to USC, Wisconsin, and Ohio State. So a Big Ten, quote-unquote, recruiting battle there. Many believed it was kind of up in the air. At one point, Wisconsin you know, did really seem to be the favorite, but it, it kind of felt like it could go in any direction. I honestly thought he was going to end up at Ohio State. So to see him flip to USC, a little bit of a surprise. But again, it seemed like it was a three-horse race that was pretty even, so nothing really, really would shock me in that situation. But unfortunately for the Badgers, a guy that was a top-of-the-board player for them at linebacker, you know, there were reports and talks that, that Bobby April had been recruiting Taggart Curtis harder than, than any player that he's recruited before. And, and that just goes to show you that he was a really talented kid. It seemed like he'd fit really well into Wisconsin. Now, you know, usually you don't see the Badgers going into the state of Louisiana and, and picking off recruits. But if there was one to land that had interest, mutual interest in both sides, it seemed to be Taggart Curtis. And unfortunately for the Badgers, did not end up landing him. So that's a really a tough blow for Wisconsin, and you look at that linebacker position in that 2023 class, was a guy that you know was was top of their board. There's no way to to beat around it and try to see a positive in this one. He was a very solid player that the Badgers 
really, really, really wanted. And when you lose out on those guys, it, it can it, it's not going to set you back. Uh, it's not going to you know completely tear apart what's a, a solid class. Um, but those are the guys that take you from a good class to or an all right class to a really really good class. I won't say great, but in terms of a a class, that's that's really a guy that could could really boost your ratings in terms of a player. You're talking about a four star linebacker that that really does a lot of good things well. It would would have been the highest ranking player in that class um, in, in terms of two four seven. So. It's a tough blow when you look at it. You know, you've got some three-star kids all across the board, but you know, a guy like Taka Curtis, a four-star player that really um, would have done a lot for Wisconsin in that position. You can't fret on it too much, but right now you've got really one linebacker in that class. This was supposed to be kind of your top-of-the-board guy, Tyler Jancy. That's not a knock on him. He's a very solid player at linebacker, but um, a guy like Taka Curtis really does a lot of things well, and, and I think that would have done a been a big boost to this 2023 class as i mentioned would have been the top player in the class in terms of 247 composite ratings as a four star uh so a tough blow for the badgers on monday morning and then of course on monday afternoon another top player that wisconsin was looking at was joe crocker the three-star offensive lineman at brentwood tennessee unfortunately for the badgers he was down to mississippi state michigan state and wisconsin and he decided to go to mississippi state on his commitment which again when you look at it, is it going to dismantle a, a football program? No, it's it's certainly you know, a three-star kid. I thought he was maybe more of a four-star kid in terms of what you see on tape. I thought he was maybe a little lower ranked than what a lot of people thought he was. But really, again, another player that it, it's, a, it's a tough blow for Wisconsin football recruiting. You've seen some positives from the recruiting department after this past year's class, which you can't judge too much already. But in terms of rankings was kind of lacking in that 2022 group. You saw the recruiting department get reorganized in 2023. They hit the ground running. They were throwing out offers left and right. And you want to see them close the deal on some of these guys, especially a guy like Joe Crocker, who, you know, an offensive lineman, three-star kid, down to three schools. Wisconsin's one of them. That's a battle you should win. You shouldn't be losing offensive line, blue-chip prospects to Mississippi State. You know, the Mississippi State is an SEC program. Decent history of football, but when you look at the production that Wisconsin has put together in terms of NFL caliber offensive linemen, that should be a, a very you know heavy pitch to a guy like Joe Crocker. And unless he's uh, you know a relative, as Drew kind of puts it in our write up here, unless he's a relative of someone um, from Mississippi State or from the city of Starkville itself, it's not a battle that Wisconsin should be losing. To lose a linebacker to you know in Taka Curtis to USC or Ohio State. That, you know, while it's tough and he's a top of the board guy, it's not, you know, it's understandable why you could lose it. You know, USC, when you look at the recruiting trail, is is doing a phenomenal job. They've landed. There's a lot of excitement around the USC program with Lincoln Riley, now part of the Big Ten. Southern California is is, is, is hard to beat in a lot of ways, so you can understand that. Why? And if you would have ended up at Ohio State, again, another team that that's just recruiting at a different level than... 98% of college football, and you can understand that. But Joe Crocker, a position that traditionally your bread and butter is the offensive line, and you know, you're know you down to a player that is really Michigan State, been well on the recruiting, recruiting trail, but Mississippi State, a program that is not the higher, as high a caliber as Wisconsin, has not produced as much 
um, you know, NFL talent as Wisconsin, that's not a battle that they should be losing um, on the recruiting trail. And that's not a knock on Joe Crocker for, for choosing the place that he wanted to go to. You can totally understand, you know, if a kid's heart's there, a kid's heart there. It's not a knock on him in any way, shape, or form. But it's a tough one for Wisconsin fans to understand on the recruiting side when you're seeing Wisconsin losing out, you know, at a position that they do better than 98% of the country um, losing to a program that historically hasn't done better. And maybe there's other things. Maybe he really likes the South and, and wants to play SEC football. That's always something that's in the case. But there are factors that maybe could have won that over and Wisconsin, unfortunately, didn't. And and that's a tough blow, especially when you look at he was kind of one of the, the top prospects um, for this offensive line room in and, and Wisconsin while they've got, you know, James Durant in the class, who's right now the second ranked player. You, you recently picked up, you know, another tackle um, in Christopher Tarek. So you've got two offensive linemen, but this was the guy that was really going to kind of help fill out and maybe be the most game ready in terms of a 2023 um, player and prospect that way. So in terms of what it means for the Badgers, it's it's certainly two tough blows. There, there's no doubt about that. We'll see how they kind of shake out the rest of the way. There's still plenty of talent on the board, but when you look at it, you know, you're looking at a guy like like Braden Marshall's another one on the, on the board right now, gonna have his announcement coming up here soon. On uh, July 30th for him, he's a four-star corner. would be the top player in the class if he does announce Wisconsin. That would certainly be uh, a place that gives you a boost, but he's considering you know, quite a few schools right now, and there's new, no crystal ball predictions, so it is kind of wide open. Considering North Carolina, considering Pitt, considering UCF a little bit, and, of course, Clemson in the mix as well. It seems like um, in terms of the visits that he took, he did take an official to UCF, Wisconsin, Pitt, and North Carolina. So you're likely seeing him ending up at one of those four schools. But Wisconsin did seem like the favorite at one point, and now it feels like it's kind of been, you know, growing towards being a little bit more open. Michael Gardner is another player on the defensive line, but there's there's not in terms of their board um, and the offers and, and visits that they've got. There's not a ton of players still out there, but there's still people that you're going to need to take in this class right now. So these were two of ones that were top of the board guys that you just unfortunately um, lost out on and, and how you kind of bounce back is going to be um, really something to watch for as you as you move forward here in this 2023 class. Cause it's not the end of the world, but it's certainly a, a pretty tough blow when you look at they've also, you know, they've had some other tough blows in this class thus far. You look at the quarterback room. You still haven't picked up a 2023 quarterback. You're likely your your main guys on the board are are all kind of gone now. Um, so we'll see. Linebacker. It's still a place that you probably need to land somebody. And most of the offers that you've thrown out have been guys that have have went elsewhere. Um, so it's it's a it's time for Wisconsin football. They have gotten better in terms of the recruiting program from where it was last year. There's no doubt about that. But I still think you, you really got to keep making those inroads and you got to win some of these battles that we just talked about. Tacker Curtis is one that you can understand. The Joe Crocker one is definitely going to keep, I think, Wisconsin football fans up at night a little bit. And that's just kind of the situation that the Badgers are in. You got to move on, try and regroup and, and bolster some other players in this class. But right now you're looking at a group that's you know, 49th in terms of recruiting for this ranking, uh, for the ranking for this class. Not bad, 
I mean, not the worst. There's 131 teams in college football, but Wisconsin, you would think, in terms of you know having a top 25 class year in and year out, is, is kind of what you expected um, from the Badgers, and it has not been that these last couple of years, and, and that's really going to be an important thing um, to get back to in terms of recruiting, and, and there's a lot of factors that go into it. The recruiting department was kind of a mess these last couple um, you know, last year, it's regrouped now. Still ended up with the 44th ranked class in, in 2022. But when you look at you know that 2021 class, one of the best ever, 16th. You know now you're that's that's a couple years away now when you look at these classes though. And we haven't seen in terms of that 2022 class that was so highly rated. We haven't necessarily seen a twan, a, a ton from them yet. And they're still young players. But now you're looking into you know almost a couple of years on campus. You likely need to see start seeing some production from some of those guys because they are really talented players that make a big difference in terms of recruiting that way. So we'll see how this 2023 class shakes out. It certainly was a tough blow. Two on the same day is is a tough one to handle for Wisconsin football. And as I mentioned, not the end of the world, but it's not necessarily a, a, a great feeling to see the Badgers losing out on a couple of those battles on, on top of the board, guys, that you, you certainly could win. But all right, guys, thank you for listening. Um, that's everything that I've got for you on this week's podcast. Next week, we'll have some other new stuff. We'll catch you up on any news, as always. And if for some reason anything crazy breaks, like I said, it's kind of the slow dog days of summer. I don't anticipate anything crazy happening, but if it does... We'll have another episode, but for now, this will be the one of the week, and we'll, we'll keep on rolling through these dog days of summer. As always, thank you for listening on Wisconsin.